talk about it should we even go there or should we just try to avoid the whole thing like what what do we even what do we even do right now you know should i should i should i dive in or should i completely skirt i don't know i don't know what the right thing to do is because i feel like it's going to be really awkward for uh people of colors when shit goes back to normal when the country opens back up again and everybody's going to just want to prove how not racist they are. So they're just going to be treating black people way different and just kind of talking to them like four-year-olds instead of just treating everybody the same and not shooting people during traffic stops. But then people are just going to be like, oh, hi, how's it going? Oh, how are you? Oh, Jamal, I, I just love your haircut. It's going to be really awkward. Um... But I guess, yeah, I guess, yeah, I guess that's better than uh, getting rolled up on and getting drug out of your car in front of like your four year old or something. But strange times, you know, strange fucking times, dude. Strange fucking times. Everybody's burning down cities. I guess uh, I guess this is what happens when you take sports away, though, from all the mouth breathers is that they're just going to like go either grab their grab their guns and stand on the streets or grab a sign and go yell at the people with the guns, even though that they're probably it's got uh, dude straight up. I, I, I haven't wanted to open my mouth about anything because I just know that there's so many people with a guilty conscience that just want to, uh, that are just kind of getting ahead of like their own dirt, you know? Where it's like, I, I got nothing to hide. Like, I don't like if somebody wants to call me racist, I'm just going to laugh at them. Like, why? Because I make memes, because I make jokes about stuff, because just because somebody can't like if somebody doesn't have a sense of humor, that doesn't mean that somebody else is racist. You know, there's no somebody can't just be this huge overlord, especially like if another white person calls me racist because I make a joke about one of my friends who happens to look a certain way who like, what are you talking about? You know? fucking uh it's it's unbelievable dude it's unbelievable and what's it like white white people are gonna fuck it up white people are the ones that are gonna fuck it up um i saw this bitch running this white bitch running out of a target with a bunch of bunch of lamps with a bunch of d-lampas i don't know dude i i'm i'm at a loss for words of anything going on anymore um i guess we're not doing covid anymore and I just don't get like you because you get on social media, right? You get on social media and everybody's just so fucking out, like yelling at they want to yell at somebody. So they know they have somewhat of an audience. So everybody wants to yell at somebody. But I haven't had the need. I've, I guess I've been kind of, to be honest, I've been kind of self-conscious. Like, well, maybe I should post something showing my support. But at the same time, I don't feel like I keep ignorant people in my life that need to be beaten over the head with this information, you know? I'm almost kind of offended that a lot of people that I grew up with that I know are just great people are just beefing with a bunch of other people that I know are great people. It's like you're trying to eradicate racism, but at the same time, you're just causing more hatred. You know, now it's just like on a on a macro level. So it's just strange, dude. It's just fucking wild. 
So yeah, I don't, I don't feel like I know. I don't, I don't personally know anybody where I have to get on the social means and yell at them. Be like, fuck you. If you're a blah, blah, blah. Fuck you. If you're like, that's the thing. I don't know anybody. I don't know a single person that has like true hatred in their heart for like other people like that. I just don't know. Maybe I'm oblivious to it. Um, I obviously haven't fully experienced it. I mean, besides people ripping on me for being pasty my whole fucking life. Like I don't, I don't know what it means to be like systematically oppressed or whatever, but I don't know anybody that's consciously done it. Do I think we need to bring awareness to like, I guess what 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 is checking your privilege, you know? I got a bunch of white people telling me, oh, you tell me what white privilege is. Like, yes, I, I get it. But at the same time, now what? What am I supposed to do about it? Am I just supposed to... Um, I admit it. Okay, cool. I admit it. Now what? What am I supposed to do? Because guess what? I don't have anything to give to the cause. And if you're not given to the cause, it's either like post a picture of the check or kind of at this point, like shut the fuck up and just treat people well, you know? Um, yeah, I don't know, whatever, (laughs) uh, not whatever, dude, just be good to each other, you know, like, it's really not that hard, and at the same time, I mean, if, if you guys are gonna have encounters with the cops, or has anybody ever worked in a customer service job, okay, if you've worked in a customer service job, now somebody comes in and they're just pointlessly a dick to you, right? So think about your customer service job kind of as being a cop, okay? So you're working your job at Starbucks or whatever, and a fucking Karen comes in and starts like howling at you about whatever the deal is, right? She gets starts getting all worked up about nothing. And so you try to keep it together with her and she just blows up on you and pisses you the fuck off. Now you're in a bad mood. Now the next person to come in because you just uh, 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 you just absorb the energy from the care and the next person that comes in, they're not going to get the best customer spirit, customer service experience because your mood's going to be brought down by this other person that came in that was a piece of shit. So then they're going to be like, oh, well, fuck that Starbucks. Those people are rude there. Even though they don't know the person working, it's probably actually a good person, but they just experienced some bullshit. That's the same thing with cops. You know, like when you're a cop, a lot of times the encounter that you're having with the person is the worst day of their life. So you know, that's a dangerous job. Like, I don't, I I don't see, I don't see how you can't be against racism and also, um, kind of have sympathy for good cops. It's just fucking mind blowing to me. It's just very, it's a very irrational thing. And it's very scary how quick people just react on an emotional level and jump on stuff. And allegedly now it's racist to scrape fucking graffiti off of your business wall. You know, it's crazy, dude. It's absolutely, uh, it's just sad, you know? Like, I know this is a comedy podcast, but it's it's just hard. For, like, every day I just get sadder. Every day I get sadder just looking at the state of affairs. Um, you know, I just feel like I'm that, I feel like I'm just that old white guy that's, like, trying to teach the merits of hard work or something, you know, that ends up just, dying miserable and full of regret he's like we need to instill a better work ethic in these kids you know that guy who like secretly hates his life <laughs> that's not me i don't know why i cruise myself i just wanted to make fun of that guy because that guy's funny because i've known a bunch of these guys in my life it was always like the old guy who talking about oh the kids don't have work work ethic work it's like dude shut up 
just because you have no creativity and no ambition to be anything and you prove your self-worth through how much you can bend backwards for other people doesn't mean it's that important. You know, it means nothing. Um, I guess obviously don't raise a bunch of shitty kids that don't want to do anything, but fuck it. I was trying to watch all the riots. I was trying to watch all the riots on, you know, the, the Snapchat map thing. You know, you can go to a location, it'll show the hotspot. And you can click on wherever on the hotspot and it'll just show you whoever's filming in there. And uh, it turns out nobody uses Snapchat anymore besides Mexican guys just like driving and filming their 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 windshield. That was literally like, I'm, I'm trying to see some rioting, right? I'm trying to see somebody uh, steal a 72-inch TV that will end all racism. And all I got was just uh, a bunch of different Mexican guys filming their dash. Literally every stand, it was never the same guy. It was just, I'll click different locations where I thought there would be rioting. And I would just hear, and it'd be like seven consecutive snack, snacks, snaps of somebody's dash. Yeah. Um, all I know is even though all these businesses got burned down and all this shit happened and then the white supremacists came out. And then probably a lot more cops got hurt. And then uh, probably a lot of protesters got hurt and stuff too. But the good thing, the good thing is that um, Colin Kaepernick did not take a knee this time, you know? So nobody really got hurt. Nobody took a knee during during a protest. <laughs> I guess, like, how do you really blame people for just flying off the fucking handle, you know? Because if people are being oppressed, right? If people are being oppressed... How do you protest after a while? Because when they do it in the NFL, it's like, oh, shut up and play, you know, or like, oh, you're disrespecting the troops. Or if it's actors, it's like, oh, shut up and play your role. It's like you tell everybody that, you know, keep your politics out of everything. So it's like, all right, well, eventually you just got to kind of kick your politics, like throw your politics at people's doors. But just don't go fucking loot a small business that's already struggling, struggling because of COVID. Well, this might be the most non-funny episode I've ever done. Um, let's kind of switch switch the sub, you know. <sighs> Shorty and I went down to the beach just to like get outside, and it's like a nice day. Three days ago, we just went down, went down to the ocean beach, took a little blanket, and I was gonna have a cute little picnic. You know, it's kind of chill with her be outside. <laughs> And then we got there and she was like, oh, this is what poor people do for fun. I was like, what? <laughs> and then sure enough, I just look at all like the fucking single fat mothers running around with like, I don't know if they're saying actually their husbands were probably down with the factory twist and ranches. And they're just running around with their like non-behaved kids and just like they're just rolls hanging out of their one pieces, you know? And uh, all these kids just kept getting super close. Like, people just get super close to us. It was fucking weird. It's like, dude. And then there was a parking spot where it was, like, for high-risk COVID patients right next to the handicapped. And I was like, uh, I don't know what that means, and I don't know how you're screening for it, but I'm taking this boat because, you know, you, you, you boys on immunosuppressants anyway. So if some old person was going to yell at me, I was just going to go full-on liberal and just start yelling in their face. If they were going to say anything to me, if they were going to question me at all because I don't really appear to need that parking spot, I was just going to fucking full-on, full-on protest that ass. Start yelling at them bitches. 
what I'm saying? But that's funny because then uh, uh, I was playing this game called Taboo with some other peeps. And if you guys don't know what Taboo is, like you pick one word. You pick one word, then it gives you four words you can't say. So let's say if the word is banana, the card will say, okay, you can't say yellow. You can't say gorilla. You can't say uh, peel. And you can't say, you know, something else that'd be obvious. And so then you have to describe, like, you need to get them to say banana. If they get it a certain amount of time, they get a point or whatever, right? And so I'm playing this guy. And the word is beach. And I go, how poor people enjoy the sun? Just to kind of get a reaction out of Shouty, Just kind of troll. And then he's like, go to the beach. I was like, oh, shit. So I guess this is a, uh, I guess this is a thing, you know? I guess the poor people go to the beach. But all I want to do is get high by the beach, my, my baby, baby, hi, hi. All right, let's just, uh, let's wake up a little bit here because I'm getting in a, in a little dark mood. And so let's do some relationship advice, okay? It's going to be a little shorter podcast this week because this is hard because I feel like I'm just walking around little landmines, okay? So, uh, let's see. I, 25-year-old female, developed feelings for my best friend, friends with benefits of almost five years, and I want to talk to him without putting any pressure on the good thing we have, making it awkward, etc. To sum it all up, I've been friends with benefits with a close friend of mine for almost five years. Took about a year off when I was in a shitty relationship, and all in all, we have been doing this a while. It used to be quick hookups, but it's gradually progressed to more than that, hanging out and... Okay, dating stuff. Okay, I'm not going to read all that. I tried to not give it much thought in the past, but my feelings have been kind of nagging me in my thoughts and dreams. Ooh. See, guys, this is what you do. You never ask to pursue a relationship with a woman. You just dick her down until she decides she can't let you fuck somebody else. This is how love stories really unfold. Over the last six months, we've been getting much more intimate and romantic sometimes having some deep conversations about life, putting some more planning into our hookup nights, playfully teasing each other, and we have sex for hours sometimes. Okay, this is totally not the question, okay? This was totally not the question, but guys, this is a lesson. You see how that works? You don't pursue a relationship. You stick to your fucking purpose. You do your thing. You date multiple women. And then if she decides she wants to be in a relationship with you, you're like, okay, the thing you saw in the movies about chasing a girl for years or whatever and trying to like lock her down, make her your girlfriend, don't do it. I've tried it. It doesn't work. Um, know each other's families. We've known each other since high school. We have a lot in common. Blah, 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 blah. Okay. Like I said, check. You just need to say that's what you want. Chances are you're just, uh, you're just easy pussy for this guy at this point and he's just going along with it. But there's a good chance maybe he caught feelings as well. And maybe he just really knows his shit. And he's just waiting for you to make that suggestion. Because maybe he's listened to my podcast. And he's listening to me say, just dick them down till they fall in love. Anyways. Uh, 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 uh. 
Any place for finding gamer girls. I enjoy playing on my PC when I have free time. I'm just a nerdy guy who would like a relationship where my significant other shares the same interest. I know it's hard to even get someone you meet in games attention due to many sleazy guys that make it hard to seem genuine and honest. Is there a place for guys like me to find that? Yes, it is called a masturbation cave. What kind of shit is this, dude? Is this actually a thing? Like people play a game that people try to get pussy over games? <laughs> dude, that's hilarious. Um, I'm sure there's some sort of dating website for this, but I wouldn't know because um, you want to know how to dry up a vagina. You want to know how to just like do the equivalent of taking a blow dry and just putting 10 horsepowers of hot wind up there, just drying that bitch out like the Sierra. It's inviting her to come over and play computer games. No, you see how that other guy's just been dicking that chick down for five years and she's in love with him. If you're looking for a relationship and you want it, you got to make up your mind, you know? You can't, you can't be, okay, you can't be Michael Phelps and be fat at the same time, right? You can't eat a bunch of McDonald's burgers and be like, I want to be an Olympic swimmer. You got to make up your mind. It's like, okay, do you want to be a Chongus or do you want to be a swimmer boy? You got to make up your mind. So it's the same way. You got to decide if you want to sit in your masturbation cave and play your video games from the comfort of your home where nothing's going to bother you. It might be peaceful. You might be smoking some weed, drinking some beers or whatever it is, and just like being in your zone, hanging out with your buddies. But at the same time, you're never going to experience true love because uh, laws of attraction just doesn't work that way. No chick's going to look at you poning some noobs and her lady parts are going to just start tingling. It's just not going to happen. Um, and if, or maybe you do, I don't know, but I would never be into a chick that wants to sit there and watch me pwn noobs because I don't pwn noobs and I wish I did pwn noobs sometimes, but I don't because I suck at video games. So that's why I'm hating on it because if I don't do something, it's obviously fucking stupid. My first love keeps reappearing in my dreams. Gay. I am perplexed. I lost my virginity to one and only boy I ever loved. We dated seriously for nearly five years and had to end things. Dude, fuck this. Where's the slutty confessions? Sort, 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 sort. I'm, I'm over it, dude. I'm in a mood. Um, I, 20-year-old female, am a slutty bank teller. Mm. That's like the worst place to try to hit on girls. Like a chick... Like having a hot nurse when you're there to get an STD check or having a hot bank teller where she can just see like how broke you are, you know? Um, there's a handful of customers, some older men and some couples who always seem to get me turned on during our transactions. Yeah, I'm sure when you see a checking account with $400,000 in it or something like that. Does that even exist? Um, if you have more than like 80 grand in your checking account, you know, diversify. All I want is to be you. Uh, they know my name. I follow up on their kids and personal life. When frankly, all I want is to be used right there in front of everyone with all the cameras on me. This chick should do porn. Uh, filming me getting used like a little slut. I wonder if they can tell how flustered they make me or that I'm squeezing against my butt plug while doing their deposits. Um, 
I doubt that that's going through anybody's mind, but you know, it's kind of hot, I guess. Kind of. Um, see, guys, girls think like this. I mean, sometimes I walk into like a, a a barbecue shack or something like that, and I just see like, you know, a fat lady in the back throwing a rack of ribs on the grill. I'm like, damn, I would love for her to suck my dick. So yeah. Um, I enjoy, <laughs> I, I don't know why I said that. I actually enjoy anal penetration a lot more than vaginal. It just feels way better to me. Other girls are always complaining about anal, seeing how much it hurts. Am I crazy? Well, I don't know because I've never taken anything in the butt. I don't have the desire to, but I mean, I've taken fat shits before and it's been pretty relieving. So I imagine if you like dicks, if you got a good one going in and out, like that could feel good if that's what you're into. But I have no desire to do that. And I also don't have a vagina, so I can't speak on that. But according to other other women's, um, shit feels good in your vagina. So I don't know what a saying. You know, I've heard about I've butthole girls. If you're a butthole girl, just be a butthole girl. Live your truth. God, we're blazing through these, dude. These are nice and short. I fucks with this. Uh, dun 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 Yes. My boyfriend fingered me in the back of a moving car. Yes. My dad owns a seven-seater. Dope. Car, so me and my boyfriend sat in the very back seat. Oh, my God. Are these kids? Because I don't like this. My mom's sisters were seated. Okay. I don't know who how old this person is. I'm not going to read this. I don't want to hear about some fucking middle schooler getting finger-banged in the back of a caravan. Um. I given almost nothing but hand jobs in my life, and wow, this is a really long thing. Um, we're not gonna read that. <laughs> Here we go. First train I was involved in. Choo choo. I was in the military and stationed in Pensacola. Whenever I think Pensacola, I think that's where people are selling below. I don't know why. It's just what I think. I was at a big party apartment, big apartment house, mostly college kids and a few military guys. I see this hot girl, hot girl, she was tiny, less than five foot and maybe 90 pounds, but pretty. Those are the freaks. She was making eye contact at my friend, and after a few minutes, she invited him into her apartment. Wow. Is this butthole girl? I'm like, no way. About 20 minutes go by, and he walks out full dressed, and she kisses him in the doorway naked. He walks over to me and gives me a high five. I look back at her, and she's standing in the doorway and waves me over. I bend her over the couch and fucked her hard and fast from behind. I don't know if I could do that. I don't think I'm cut out for that. I'd rather fuck the fat lady with the rack of ribs and just go like nail some little like coke whore that my buddy just had a good time with. She was wet as hell. That's probably your buddy's jizz and already full of cum. Yuck. And I pounded her as hard as I could. Like what is wrong with people? I came in her pussy and pulled my pants up. Okay. Um, it was then I noticed, wow, that just really grossed me out. It was then I noticed that we had not even shut the apartment door and a line had formed. <laughs> never said the word to her, never know her name or saw her again, but it was an amazing fucking great memory. This was in the early 80s, so not condoms. So there was probably just fucking ball fleas. You know, what's that shit called? Crabs everywhere. Crabs in the hairy bushes. You know, bitch probably had a fucking a, fu a fuzzy cooter. 
to this day, I have no idea how many guys she did that day, but we heard. Were they just standing in the front, just, just lining up? <laughs> this chick needs to go down to these riots. She just needs to bring her old ass down there, her old ass and floppy vagina. She needs to bring it down there. She was dressed when we first saw her, but she had another dick in her before I left the apartment. There was a group of men watching from a hall, a couple apartments in line. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, dude. Shut the fuck up. Um, here we go, dude. I'm having fun now. This is way better than talking about racism. On being a car slut. I've been into doing things in the car ever since I was a teen. You know, I've never I've never been a car person, but anyways. Uh my first I don't know why I brought myself into this story. The first my first almost everything was in a car. No surprise now too. I'm just a slut when it comes to being in cars. This is like one of those chicks you see in the YouTube videos with their titties flopping around from like the 600 horsepower in some like Asian dude's car. I've done everything from giving blowjobs to riding to getting fingered and to getting absolutely fucked out of my mind. In the driver's seat, I rode. In the back seat, I've gotten my pussy eaten. And while bending from the passenger seat, I've given head. This is actually kind of cool, dude. This is kind of, this is like, I don't know. Did I talk about this on the podcast? because I talk about it in real life all the time about truck slut. This is probably how truck slut felt about trucks. She probably liked the whole experience about climbing into the back of the truck. This chick likes climbing into the car. She's probably like taking shifters up her pussy and stuff. To be dressed completely from head to toe, to being just in boots, being completely naked, it's the vibrations. The fact that you have... I wonder if she gets fucked in like a focus or something like that, or if it's strictly just, you know, a tricked out bends. The fact that you have to stay focused on another very important job. Oh, she's doing it while it's driving. Some ludicrous shit right there. And of course, exhibitionism. I'm kind of into that, to be honest. So here's an appreciation for cars getting us to places and getting me off. Stay the fuck out of my car. Um, how are we doing on time? Wow, 22. Okay, last one. Uh, I love the idea of come on my face. Well, I've never sucked cock or even touched one. I don't like this. Okay, she says she's 19. So she says she's 19. That's weird, but that's fine. Uh, I never touched one, but goddamn watching some beautiful cock spurt out loads and loads of cum makes me wet as can be. Like, how are you turned on by that, you know? I like girls, but if I see a chick just like oozing vaginal juices, you know, it's not going to do anything for me. I just want to taste it and feel it on my face. Slat. Move like a bouse. Have it cover my glasses and get in my hair and ruin my makeup. Uh, that way I'll be able to just see how good of a job I did for a man who blessed me with his semen. Just running around looking like she's got fucking goop in her hair smelling like a swimming pool. I've also thought of having people do cum tributes for me, but I don't know if that'd be hot or not. Is that where people just jerk off to you? What the fuck's a cum tribute? Just the idea alone of making men come from just my face, maybe a little bit of cleavage. Ugh, I'm soaked just thinking about it. Well, I'm not. But if you guys are, if you could please leave a rating. And um, I know this episode kind of sucked, but, you know, sometimes LeBron scores 15, and then a lot of times he'll score like 35. <sighs> Whatever, dude. Get buckets, baby. Thank you for... Oh, and by the way, White Girl and White Claw is still coming out, but uh, I've been talking to the publishing company, and I guess because of COVID, 
uh, they're just super understaffed right now. So the screening process and all getting everything cleared is just not moving as efficiently as I would like it to. But rest assured, because I know you're losing sleep over it with your little eyebrows. Um, shit's coming, dude. Shit's coming. Look out for that. So please tell somebody about the power. Follow me on IG at Lord Petty underscore. And I will talk to y'all motherfuckers later, okay? All right. Peep this song. This shit's dope. All right. Later. The motor screaming out stuck in second gear the scene ends